0: hey what's up guys it's will bowman with the art of the interview thanks so much for tuning in to this take two of tonight's episode yes you heard right this is the second take of this episode because of the first time my recorder ran out of battery and proceeded to not continue to record So, instead of going back and trying to see if it salvaged anything, I just decided, heck, why not? Let's just record it again, because if the energy is there, it will be there a second time. One of my old poetry professors used to say that when you get done with a poem, turn it over and start again on the back, because if the poem is really with you, it will come out better the second time, and what's really important will be there. So, I'm treating this episode a little bit like a poem. So, you're getting take two. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a subject that I have kind of alluded to um, multiple times in previous episodes um, regarding interviewing, um, but I've never actually uh, overtly really gone into, and it's really an important skill when it comes to interviewing, one which I continue to hone. Um, and it is a skill. It is a skill, even though it's a little bit intuitive and it uses your intuition and sort of a little bit more abstract of your senses. Um, some people are probably going to be better at it because it's more of an intuitive skill, but it is something that can be learned. It is something that can be improved and it is something which is really going to help you to rock and roll as an interviewer and really get to the core of where the person, Um, where the deepest parts of the person are, the the parts where, where the person is most passionate, most excited, and is going to give you the best audio bites, um, and stories. And that skill is what I like to call sensing the energy, right? Um, other people in the self-help and sort of coaching facilitation genre, um, they call it deep listening, um, and it is deep listening, but I think what you, it's more specific than just deep listening because you're deep listening for something and what you're listening for is energy, is potential, is it. And I, and I, I, I can't really describe it better than that because when you go into an interview, a lot of times, there are, you're going to try multiple directions with an interviewee. You're going to go a little here, you're going to go a little there. But eventually, what's going to happen is you're going to ask a question. And you're going to sense it. If you're listening for it, you're going to sense that something shifts in the person. Just maybe in the way that they hold themselves, so the way that they talk, right? Uh, maybe they get a little bit more excited. Maybe they get a little angry. Maybe they get a little bit sad or emotional. And what all of these are is they are traces of energy, right? You can feel it if you're listening for it and if you're feeling and sensing into it, right? And those places, even though they are sometimes scary places to go, that's where you're going to get really, really good interviewing. So, what you're doing as an interviewer is you're sensing for the energy, right? And this prepares, this requires you to be fully present in the interview. You have to be engaged with what the other person is saying. Not just what they're saying, but how they're saying it, right? You have to be engaged with your own feelings and your own sensations. How am I sensing this? How am I, you know, um, how am I feeling this? What's happened in the energy between... Um, between this person and I. And when you sense it, that is going to be the place that has the most potential to really dig into who the client is and what they really, really care about. So that's sensing for the energy. and I, I don't know if there's really a better way of describing how to do it other than just being really attuned to how the person is talking and saying their questions right that's really important you have to be really tuned into that but then the next logical question is what do you do when you sense the energy right so the sort of surface level answer is to just go for it right ask more about that thing because that's what's going to get you some really good stuff right not always right because just because there's energy somewhere doesn't necessarily mean that's where you want to go, right? There is all sorts of energy. There is, you know, positive energy. There's negative energy. There's all sorts of energy um, for people um, when you're interviewing them that you will experience and feel and, you know, just kind of sense into if you're really doing a good job as an interviewer, right? Just because you sense energy doesn't necessarily mean that's the right direction to go with it, right? And there's a couple of considerations that I would say that you should take into when you're considering following some energy down a particular path. And one, do you kind of intuit that that energy is going to be relevant to the subject of the podcast, right? Because if you're having a conversation or an interviewing about bowling, right? that person's unhealed childhood traumas with their father might not be relevant to what you're trying to get to unless you're you know talking to them about why they're so neurotically passionate about bowling that they spend 16 hours a day practicing for getting you know strike after strike after strike then it might actually be a little bit relevant but you know you might not want to go too far down that path um for fear of breaking the container right So you have to do a little bit of intuiting of like, hey, is that energy relevant to the conversation that we're having here, right? So the second thing is, is you also need to ask yourself, is following that energy going to break the container? Because when you follow energy, that puts a strain on the container that you've created, right? And if you've contained, if you've created a good container, With the way that you've prepared, the way you're holding yourself, whatever, then you might be able to hold that energy because when that energy comes out, it's going to stress the container of safety and security that you've created, right? If you don't feel like you can hold that energy or if you feel like it's a type of energy that you're not prepared for and that the container of this interview is not prepared for, then maybe it's not something that you should pursue um, too far right because what you really don't want to do is you don't want to pursue the energy to the point where you break the container and then the rest of the interview that container is shot because you might get a good soundbite but then that's the only thing you're going to get the rest of the interview they're going to feel somewhat um violated right and that's the other thing is you need to consider the respect for people's emotions right because our emotions are very precious to us how we feel about things how we look at things what we think about things and the energy that we have is oftentimes very precious to us and you kind of need to ask yourself is following this energy respecting the give respecting i'm going back to this we talk i talk about this in some of my early episodes this person is giving you a lot just by showing up and is following this train of energy going to be respectful of how hard what they're doing already is for you, right? Now, I know a lot of this is difficult to do in the moment when you're engaged with someone, right? And it's not really necessarily a cognitive thing that you do that I do personally when I'm engaged in something like this. A lot of times I will just instinctively make these decisions, right? Like, okay, there's some energy there, but I don't think that's really relevant. Like I just kind of, you know, instinctively make that decision or, hey, there's some energy there, but I think that I don't think I'm prepared to handle to hold that energy um, with the container that I've created, right? These things matter. And as you continue to sense in eventually you'll come to oh there's energy hey i'm gonna follow that and you're gonna follow it and it's gonna turn out really well because you'll build the container it's gonna be relevant and you'll get some really really awesome sound bites and likely it'll be relevant to what it is that you're engaging right so that is following the energy and how do you get better at this how do you get better at following the energy i don't know if there's necessarily a particular um like like practice that you can do other than doing it again and again and again but here's the good news right this is not something you just have to practice in an interview setting this is a great skill that can be practiced and used in day-to-day conversations as well Right? It's not something that has to be just done in, in an interview setting. You can do this with your wife. You can do this with your son, your daughter. you can do this with your um, friend that you get coffee with, right? But what it, no matter where you do it, you're training yourself to be fully present with yourself, the other, and the energy that's created by your surroundings and your, and the interaction between you two, and then you're following that energy. Or you're choosing not to follow it, right? The most important thing is to sense into it and then make decisions. Okay, am I going to follow that energy? Or am I going to follow this energy? What am I going to follow, right? And by doing that, you're going to get to levels of depth, both with your interviewee and with your day-to-day conversations that I guarantee you wouldn't otherwise get to. So... All right, guys, that is today's episode. Um, Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I would encourage you to like and share it and subscribe so that you can keep getting interviewing tips right to to your email inbox. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later.